0: Tonight on Monday Night Live, and for those who are going to listen on playback on Apple, Spotify, and all of those other great places, Amazon, Google, and everywhere else, you can find me uh, podcasting. Whenever you hear it, we know you're going to have a good time. And I am at a friend's house, so I've got the best amen cor- amen corner around. Mm-hmm. I've got D Rod here. I've got my girl Lauren here. So some of these topics. I needed somebody else here. Who I, I got people you never knew that I needed here. So we are going to get into it. We're going to talk about the blind side lies, Bravo still being messy, and CBS still hiring racists. So lots to get into uh, tonight. So the first topic we're going to talk about is The Blind Side Lies. And you're also going to get a little bit of the legal side of this for me. So I've got Lauren who has the story pulled up for me so that um, I can be fully apprised. Can I see that for a second? So that I can give it to you straight on what has been going on. Okay, and this is coming from, what website is this? Looks like I'm the excited. point clicks came. So she just pulled it up anywhere. Didn't even make sure she I gave me do. a People magazine or I something. Oh, do. but okay. you know what? It's fine because it's coming from the AP. So we're great. Okay, cool. All right. See, you listen to this podcast, you even get the behind the scenes foolishness mm-hmm. as well. And if you're watching here on Bego you're getting to look me in the face as we do the behind the scenes foolishness, both on the podcast. And then like I got D-Rod here. System. Uh, Lauren is going to do the foolishness because I'm a there's some bee, Okay. Okay. She, that's what she's saying. Okay. So first things first. Now I've been on, for those who are joining me on the podcast right now, I am on the road and I am staying at a friend's house tonight. So I listened to all of these stories and sort of did all of my research just absorbing it and having my phone literally play the news being read to me as I was driving. But I always still like to have the stuff in front of me as well, especially when we start talking about legal, uh, where legal issues come in, because where some people don't care, I am an actual lawyer, so I don't play around with giving half-baked facts. Plus, if I'm going to analyze it for you, it is always great for me to make sure that all of this is straight. So the blind side lies is what we're calling this. And unfortunately, it's what everybody's calling this. And just as a side note, if you've followed this story in real time, the way some of us, especially those of us of a certain age have, then you know that there has been grumbling about this situation from Michael Orr himself pretty contemporaneously with the movie coming out. Mm -hmm. Within, I would say by the time the movie sort of made it to its Oscar run, you started to hear uh, Michael Orr in particular having issues. Now at the time, and some of that's gonna come up in, in what I read as well, at the time, one of his major issues is just that he didn't like the way that he was portrayed. Now, as an African American, some of us felt some kind of way because it was yet another white savior story, a la Dangerous Minds and a whole bunch of other ones. But whether you liked the story or didn't like the story, if the story was true, then it is is what exactly it is what it is. So you can feel some kind of way about the fact that Hollywood uh, felt the need to give us probably a good 10 year run of these types of movies. But if a, the movie was compelling and B if the story was true, Mm -hmm. what could you do? And in this case, story was compelling Mm -hmm. We were under the impression that it was true because it was billed as a true story. And at least at the time, nobody ever said otherwise. And like I, and on top of it, it was well done. I mean, Sandra Bullock actually did win an Oscar for playing the mother who was the primary character in this movie because yes, you had the young man, but when you watched the movie, it was still really more about this mother and everything that she did in terms of rallying the troops i.e her family to take this young man in and getting whatever services he allegedly needed at school and then of course like any other story that's sports-based or anything like that you have the hi mom you know situation especially when it's a sports story and there and there's a mom involved like it is always the whole hi mom thing unless mom is literally there exactly unless mom is literally not in the picture you might get a dad talk about how black she was because we as black women always take in whomever oh exactly but that's where the Blind Side Lies yes. comes into play. So let's get into that. We've teased it enough. So Michael Orr, the former NFL tackle known in the movie The Blind Side. So for those of you who have seen it, this was a movie who that came out, I believe it was in 2009, right? So this movie came out in 2009. It starts Sandra Bullock. I don't even really remember who else was in it. The person who played the, the blind side character uh, who's who in the real life is Michael Orr, was a relatively unknown actor. I don't even recall what, if anything, else he's been in since then. I'm sure he's been in something, but not standing out to me. But the major name in that, and and I think there were some other big names in it. Who who were the other stars? Tim McGraw is the the husband. Okay, Tim McGraw played the husband. And we love Tim McGraw as a singer, but we don't really see him acting very much unless it's a Hallmark movie with his wife, Faith Hill. Yeah, much, I mean is that the, the truth? You don't see Tim, you we if you want to see Tim McGraw, you watch a Hallmark channel movie at Christmas, Christmas time. I time. say Christmas. <laughs> Definitely Christmas. And again, not hating on that. Okay. So but cool. for him to be in this major Hollywood production, it doesn't matter how big of a country music star he is and you don't really get much bigger, especially not in 2009. They think only pay for Sandra Bullock. Absolutely. Well, there you go. And mm-hmm. and and to and and so and Tim McGraw huge name yes big draw, draw. but country, as a country guy yes yeah. but as an actor you did not have to pay him no. Sandra Bullock money yes. as an actor to, for him to be in a major motion yes. picture he, he that had, ended up cu- in the country the country pole yes that was his, that was, his, that was his name. and for him it was a big thing you are acting beside. Sandra Bullock. Now this was you're acting against Sandra Bullock. Yeah, and this and she may have not won an Oscar to that point, but let's not be get it twisted. Uh, Sandy has been sandying for a long time. (laughs) I mean, you know, black, white, whatever. Yeah. Everybody loved them some Sandy Bullock. And now I think she even got some black babies, don't you? Yes, she did. Okay. (laughs) All right. So He was known for the movie, The Blind Side, Michael Orr. And I'm reading, I'm going to jump around in this article just to make sure I give you some of the basic facts. So on Monday, today, so that's why this story is popping up everywhere. It's probably already popped up on your timeline. So literally today, August 14th, Michael Orr, or representatives for him, filed a petition to uh to basically resolve uh, or dissolve the conservatorship that he claims is held over him by the uh the family so to, the to mother you, and father Sean me? and Lee yeah Sean you. and Leanne it, it I mean you don't get more country than that Sean and Leanne hold now, on I, no, but how old is he? 30, he's 38, 38 now Yeah, 37, 37 38. 38 um now it should have ended it with this term 25. it should have been terminated at 25. now we're going to get into there's there's a bunch that's, of that's issues issue. here um because and some of them don't speak well of sean either you didn't like and i'm sorry michael either because you didn't like the way you were portrayed in the movie because you felt that that made you look stupid as a that's high schooler like the that. fact that you were 37 38 in this case is just being filed doesn't speak well to the to whether or not you are actually stupid in real life
1: mm-hmm. at
0: 38 <laughs> and and i'm not trying to knock a brother when you're down but quite frankly, whether or not you uh, look dumb in a movie that uh, portrayed you a certain way when you were a high schooler. Mm. Now, signing the conservatorship papers, absolutely not holding him. I'm going to do Forrest Gump. Okay. That was dumb. Well, yeah, but sign it. Well, actually signing the conservatorship papers at 18, You didn't know any better. There are some papers being put in your face. He was absolutely taken advantage of, no doubt whatsoever. And yes, and they took advantage of the fact that he was eighteen, therefore legally able to make contracts. Because until you're eighteen, no matter what state you live in, because those that contract needs to be enforceable wherever you go. So until you are eighteen, you are not supposed to be able to legally sign contracts and certainly not a document that will hold you legally bound to certain conditions so the fact that they waited till he was 18 quite strategic because he was living with them before he was 18. so if the whole thing was we're going to adopt you we want a guardianship we want this and we want that and we're going to adopt you and we want this over you They didn't have to wait until he was 18 to do that, especially considering that he was already living with them, even if there was some issues about uh, related to. And there would have been because uh, I have spent many, many years in juvenile domestic relations court, even if there were issues about who would have the legal right to sign him over to the TUI's that still is something that could have been resolved in court. I believe by then before his the, both of life. his parents were no longer in the picture. I, they may have I think the father was incarcerated and the mother was deceased. Yes, they were. Um, yes, yes, so, correct. given that he would have if he wasn't already in the custody of social services, he would that he would have switched over into the custody of social services and depending on where he was on the road to 18, if they ended up just uh, emancipating him, that happens all the time, especially with kids who are under the supervision of the Department of Social Services, if it is deemed appropriate and they are able to take care of themselves. I don't think that that was an issue with him. He had found a way to live pillar to post for years, living with friends and other families. So in his own way, he was taking care of himself already. And,
1: um, and staying
0: in school. Yeah, absolutely. So, again, goes back to the point of you taking advantage of someone who was vulnerable in age, vulnerable mentally, not, and, and I don't mean mentally because he may have had delays. I mean vulnerable mentally from an emotional it's standpoint, emotional. Because, because at that because point, he's grateful. Yes. To you. Well, he had been he's neglected, so glad, he's for but him, he's yeah. also grateful you are showing him love. Mm-hmm. You are taking care of him. They showed it in the movie, so they can't deny it. It was their story. And he talked about it, too, how they bought him clothing, how they, you know, they set well, the brother that's, up. That's to give a little to get okay. okay. That's the grooming yes. is what that Absolutely. is. Okay, grooming to well, take advantage of you because it doesn't necessarily have to. You don't have you know, to groom somebody to take care of them sexually. You could groom somebody to the, to take advantage of them. To, them so anyway, I'm, I'm, so I'm having a hard time with that because yes, they were grooming him, but do we think that they were doing it from a perspective that they wanted to take advantage? Of, of course, no, yes. Well, unfortunately, as we get into what happened, yes. it's looking that way because of the type of paperwork that was filed because these people were not stupid in his likeness they're probably he's not yeah and also they were not stupid these were not uneducated people okay so all right so he's he is accusing sean and leanne tui michael is of lying to him by having him sign papers making them his conservators rather than his adoptive parents nearly two decades ago okay so let's explore that because the language that is being used here is really important for those of you who are in the room make sure you are sending those hearts and uh sending those beans, so the language that's used here is really important because we're talking about the conservatorship, essentially a guardianship and where and and there's um we've talked about this on this show before because there has been some very recent spectacularly uh huge cases in the news that have gone on in the past three or four years at least that we've talked about on this very show. The biggest, most recent examples were Britney Spears and Wendy Williams. Mm -hmm. So, and so there's also a reason why they go through the course they go through, like this goes through uh, probate court and other places. Uh, depending on the, it depends on the state that you're in, what court they go through. Because in other states, uh, mine being one of them, they may go through the court that deals with uh, family issues, especially if the person is uh, considered a vulnerable age. Okay, so there are a couple of types of conservatorships. Of um, there are conservatorships that are purely financial, where you're saying the person can pretty much take care of themselves in, other, in every other respect, but we have some concerns about how they handle their finances. Now, there are so many abuses in that regard. We definitely see it in, have seen it, we've watched it in horror with the Britney Spears case, um, and her conservator was her father, so that just makes it even more trifling and of course it is currently ongoing with the Wendy Williams situation there is also conservatorships that ex- go well beyond the financial where you are saying this person is unable to make any decisions whatsoever for themselves so that cons- so the conservator has to be involved and have tentacles in every aspect of their lives so that is the type that Britney Spears's father had, which is why decisions such as her choice of birth control, where she went on vacations and things like that, which of course impacted uh, her ability to It'll spend work. time with her children, and uh, a, you know whether or not she could even get married. Mm-hmm. Um, those so that was that. De- damn near global. I mean, they don't call it that, but that's essentially what it is. Um, Whereas it sounds like, and I'm going to pull the documents on this, so uh, this won't be the only time we talk about this, but it sounds like the uh, TUIs had one that dealt with his ability to make contracts. And of course, if dealing with someone's ability to, to make contracts, so contractual decision making, then you're typically deal, uh, dealing with their ability to make money, whether they're receiving it from someone else or they're making the money on their own. So that is pretty serious. So in or on or about, I guess, since we're going back nearly 20 years, so this being 2023, in fact, I read this earlier, so, or I listened to this earlier. So 2004, when he was 18, this was after he had already lived with the TUIs for a period of time, He, uh, it, they came to him with documentation asking him, uh, telling him, you know, we want to adopt you. You know, again, all the, the love bombing, right? Mm-hmm. You live with us. We love you. You're playing Our, football. You're part, of family. you're part of the family. You got the clothes. We, you we, got the, We this, can't do without you. All of that. So, and they provided this 18-year-old with documents that, uh, according to his complaint in the Shelby County Court, uh, that those documents, he, he believed, that those documents um were geared towards an adoption or because adults can be adopted people do it all the time an adoption or a guardianship but not The guardianship like a Britney Spears or a Wendy Williams or the bullshit that we're talking about that they did, but a guardianship where somebody is your legal guardian. Now, of course, at 18, he wouldn't necessarily need that. But let me tell you, as someone who has an adult child, 18 means nothing. Okay. Plus, you also have to remember that like some of the rest of us uh, in this room who have grown kids that, especially if your kids are going to school, you are still taking care of them. And remember, he was about to go to college. Remember, he was about to go to college. So if your kids are going to school, not only is your mindset that they are still very much in kind of kid parent mode, but so is their mindset that they are in kid parent mode. So if you are a young man, this is your family, this is your home, you're about to go to school, but is understood, what, what, what do our kids do when they go to school? Holidays, summer vacations, whatever, you go home, your home is with your family. Well, we're signing these papers to make clear that we are what? A family. So he signs what actually ended up being a conservatorship that dealt with, and, and I'm gonna lean on Lauren for this because she's got the laptop. But the uh, conservatorship that conservatorship that dealt with his financial decision making and ability to contract, yes, accounting of the money and earnings of his name and story. Okay, so we're talking name, image, and likeness. Yes. So, which is a, we know that's a huge it's issue. It's huge now. Yes, so because it's was not. Exactly. Yeah. But also it was, it, not only was it not an issue in 2009, but remember, we're still not even talking about it. See, the, the, the way that we talk about name, image, and likeness or NIL, as you all hear me refer to it, when we talk about NIL now in 2023, we're usually talking about people that these young people in relation to their schools their universities abilities to but, make money but off of it they're trying to change that well they have it's just rolling out very slowly but the, but it has changed they they have they now have the rights to that. So these kids that are are coming up into the mix now, going to these schools that we know people are going to want their jerseys because they're wanna they're going to want to say we knew you win before mm-hmm. you went to the NBA or NFL like a Bronny James. Bronny James and a, is it Bronny or Bronny? Bronny. Bronny. Although that's a whole other story. We'll get into it, but I'm um, bump, bump. That's a whole other uh, uh, rabbit hole. So anyway, this isn't even that. It would be, I would actually be okay if we were, if if this argument was about this young man's NIL as him, it relates him, him to being the compensated, school. Him being compensated, yes. Yeah, him being compensated yeah. as it relates to the school. We're talking about him being compensated, or rather, we haven't even got to the money yet, <coughs> him being controlled. Because before you get to the money, the <coughs> fact that they have this over you is a control thing. Mm hmm. Right? I mean, because why else would you do it? You're doing it just in case. That's 400 years of you being controlled. And 400 years. Okay, you better preach D-Rod. Because, see, that's when it gets deep and ugly. It's a fine buck here, isn't it? Okay. He's going to produce a whole lot of babies, labor, what else? Okay, and he's working in them fields. Uh, Okay, what's the difference between a cotton field and a football field? nothing not press, a damn thing press. because those players talk about that all Absolutely. the time and book. now we are talking about the even the pro players talk about this okay and saying same, same book they say stud yeah exactly so um and trust and believe when these young men visit the schools the fact that the schools make sure that the young bucks see what they need to see. Cause I can tell you when I went on college visits with my son, he was not even a, a, a college athlete, but just to make sure that those boys saw I can be, it was mm-hmm. nothing but cheerleaders Ooh. and stuff. In fact, at one school we visited, they even had us attend a game and the cheerleaders descended like Freaking roaches on on into the <laughs> stand. Yep. Wait Does a minute, but familiar? but they took it a step further. Not only were they dressed in their little college cheer outfits, which we know is a whole other level, but handing out Domino's pizza. Now you're giving the boys pizza Peace. and booty. Free pizza. Free pizza. Pizza and Booty Bar. There you go. Pizza and Booty Bar. I have been there, done that. I was like, is I was like, is this Hooters? Like what? Hey, Hooters has some standards. Okay, all right. Okay. And I'm not hating. I like them wings. So only in certain states, no. But anywho, so this young man signs this conservatorship. Now he plays for what school did he play for? One of the big he southern was at, schools, he was in Alabama, I believe. Okay. <laughs> oh Alabama, Lord, Alabama. don't say he was playing for don't Alabama. Say, just, 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 let's not call him out Let's oh. not call him out. Oh down? Lord, don't, don't say he was playing now. for Alabama. We not. Jesus, mm-hmm. don't call him out. Mm-hmm. Say, don't call, on Alabama. School down south. Don't call yeah, on Alabama. Don't call. Yes, so he did play for a Southern he school. Said, he he said. was in Tennessee, so he played for one of the schools down south, and ultimately got drafted to the Baltimore Ravens. Now, again, as D. Rod and I were discussing earlier, his career drafted with the out Ravens. Okay, so he went to Old uh, went to Mississippi, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Okay, left with the Baltimore Ravens. All right, then he went to Tennessee. Okay, so he but played for the Ravens for how had, long? The family was split between two schools. Remember, it was Ole Miss. And yes. House. Okay, okay. Go ahead. So, on. how long did he play for the Ravens? Because um, he didn't have a very long career. He spent five seasons with the Ravens. But he was he wasn't like a Eight. superstar. No. Um, he played eleven games with Tennessee. Okay, so five years with the Ravens. And he finished in Carolina, two years in Carolina. Uh, went on to Tennessee, played 11 games, two years in Carolina. And let's face it, he had a bigger name in terms of people knowing yes. who he was yes. because of this movie than anything. Because uh, this contract was signed when he was 18 in 2004, which means that you know he went to school, uh, then he was drafted. Mm-hmm. So by the time the movie came out in 2009 he was already in the nfl and even then i didn't know who he was i'm now granted i'm not a big sports person but i got a lot of uh big sports fanatics around me and they were like i mean yeah he's you know i mean i guess we heard of the top offers were tennessee lsu alabama auburn and south carolina Mm -hmm. and then he went to Ole miss yes okay so um all right, so we know, so that was his career. The, the bottom line is we knew that uh, he was in the NFL when the movie came out. Not a superstar. We know these teams are huge. The league has a you know a bunch of people, and he was just one of them. Uh, I would venture to say that he did not make the kind of money that was going to sustain him from year, for years and years and years, outside of the NFL because he was not a superstar when he was in the NFL. But, you know, he probably made more money than the UPS guy. So, hey, it is what it is. But he's he's definitely not somebody who was going to leave the NFL and not have to do something to take care of himself and his family. And that's fine. That's life. You have one career, you have another. Okay, so moving on. The movie comes out in two thousand nine, and it is based on a book that Leanne, Leanne. Leanne. Leanne, Leanne, Rebecca Jo, Rebecca Jo, <coughs> Rebecca Jo, <laughs> <laughs> Trudy Lee, Ruth Ann, Ruth Ann. You know, and we—I guess we Suzanne, shouldn't, Suzanne, Suzanne. We Suzanne shouldn't Lane. make uh, too much Lane. fun because in my family, we got Lula Mae dorothy may dorothy may what is up with black people got a may on everybody's name or a lynn lynn lord have mercy lynn and then if you were born in the early 1970s then your middle name was denise because wow. i swear me and all my best friends got uh it, our middle name is the same okay so what happens next the movie comes out and now are you ready for the kicker donna are you ready, I'm ready. To see. D. Rod did not hear this part of the family: the mother, the father, and the two kids. So now the two kids are in the mix. Each each got two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars for their rights to the story. Their their rights to the story because you know they're a part of it. So you have intellectual property rights, for their rights to the story, plus, and I'm a, I'm going to assume, I'm going to hope, yeah, because they were unknowns, the studio would have never made a deal if it was for each of them. So I'm assuming the next part was something that was for them as a whole. 2.25% of the gross, or well, of the proceeds. Mm. Now,
1: that Who may not-
0: who was the agent? Well, whoever the agent was, was the bomb. Because the nobody sugar, knew who the, these the people girl, were. Boy, girl, girl, boy, or indifferent. They were the sugar honey ice. They absolutely were. Because nobody knew who these people were. And yes, the book was popular enough that a major studio because we're not talking about lifetime or cbs or you know somebody trying to do a, movie a major of the studio, week. A major studio the that's what i'm saying a major studio wrote bought the rights to this book that yes it w- it was a it was successful but it wasn't like 15 20 weeks on the New York Times bestseller li- bestseller list because at the end of the day, it was still yet another story about some white people saving, saving black a woman. black man. And you know, that's only gonna go but so far on the the housewives circuit. In the suburbs, because and, and we and because, we are not moved by it. Yeah, and I was getting ready to say because trust me, it we wasn't were, sisters reading this we book, and <laughs> sure we damn sure know it our wasn't our. brothers reading the book we because even, our even our. if they did have a brother book club, they weren't reading some bullshit same. like was that. I was just I was, was just saying. Um, double check because it might have been. She's checking to see if that was the year the Sandusky shit went down too. Oh. Um, the Penn State drama, Damn. but the bottom line is, it was it, the book had a very niche audience, and because of the book's niche audience, you don't know how that is going to translate on screen, Sandra Bullock or not. In fact, that is why you get a Sandra Bullock say, in hopes nine. of selling Should've, the movie. It's broken on nine. Okay, what? so the Sandusky shit yeah, they came it, out the same got year. But the case broke open in two thousand nine. Yes, yeah, because he they've been having the booty parties for years, and in that case, booty parties for dudes. Mm. So, anywho, they got so now. Let's talk about that two point two five percent. Now, two point two five percent may not sound like much, especially in light of the it fact if that if you're talking about yes, ten dollars, exactly. If you talking about two billion dollars, exactly, especially 2% and, 2 percent of two billion So we're going to have our research over here, uh, Lauren, to do some math for us because two ultimately two percent of two billion. We're talking two. Billion. Billion. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you what the number is because I already know what know what it, the is number is. Three hundred. This movie. Made 330 million dollars. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize it made that much money. But I think, as what often happens is because of the Oscar buzz and her ultimately winning the Oscar, mm-hmm. you also have to remember that this is pre screening. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, pre streaming. So you I'm don't have Kanye. the, no, but what I'm saying is you I'm don't about have to the do, losses. I'm about to do Kanye and Taylor Swift. Uh, the, no, the girl. <laughs> so you don't have the losses to um, movies that, or, or rather not the losses, but you so don't have the same hit. Year? What was after that same year? Uh, who the hell knows? Yeah. But you don't have the same hit that movies are taking now because of streaming. Because streaming, of course, impacts people going to theaters. That's true. You didn't have any of that. This is 2009. This is pre- netflix in your house if i can't remember if netflix was around in two thousand, i believe they were but at that point then you were still it was, still, it was what no you were still getting your cds from the yeah, supermarket absolutely remember that's that's what that's how we originally became acquainted with netflix mm-hmm. now they still managed to put blockbuster out of business but that was just because it was like one set okay so we're talking 2.25 percent of 330 million dollars which i would guarantee you that that studio or production company never dreamed that movie would make or they would not have given these random mofos 2.25 percent, because that is a lot of money especially when you consider that the caliber of of uh, uh, that the level and the caliber that sandra bullock's career was at that time she also would get back in mm-hmm. because we're talking this was sandra bullock post miss congeniality mm-hmm. post speed you know all of that so she's at the top of her game at she, that she, point she knew. <laughs> yeah she was at the top of her game at that point she didn't know well nobody could imagine no, 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 it was no, going to make that a, amount of money she, she knew her work on it she <laughs> what, oh no, yeah no, she no, knew no, her, her work no no but she also i, I i'm going to give it to her I feel like it wasn't just the money. I feel like her lifestyle and everything she felt, because oh, yeah. she had a whole bunch of brown babies. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I'm not knocking Sandra Bullock. What I'm saying is that just when we talk about these back-end deals, studios are not in the business of giving away money. We've we've watched sure. what they do to people just in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Let's not even get into what they're doing to the actors and the writers right now. Sure. So... I'm simply saying that, again, that three hundred and thirty million was a shock to everyone. And we know that the production budget was only but so big. Mm -hmm. And we also know that even the promotion budget was only but so big, because, again, we're still just talking about yet another white lady who Mm -hmm. wrote a book about how she helped some big black boy. We'd already didn't we already see that movie in the nineties with Dangerous Minds, Big Black Dumb Boy? Exactly, because they they not just played Big Black Boy, big they played them Big Black and Dumb. I ain't saying that you are, Michael. I'm just saying I agree with you. You they they that's clowned how, your ass how, in that we, movie. That's how it
1: looked. They <laughs> clowned <laughs> you your mean.
0: ass in that movie. Okay, yeah. they they had you walking around looking like nobody knows. Yes, Samantha. Yeah, exactly. So if you were upset, I feel you okay so all of that money did we figure it out i think it's something like isn't it somewhere around like six million dollars like right, it's like 5.7 something else. that's a lot of money for some random ass people and mind you and their kids exactly so you walking away your family's already walking away with almost a million dollars from from the initial deal mm-hmm. we're talking two hundred and twenty-five thousand for mommy daddy and the two kids. So that's a huge chunk by itself. Now, of course, that back end money didn't come till later when the movie made money and whatever residual since then. And let's not get it twisted. Folks may just go and run out and watch the movie now, which will also get them more money. The only thing that we can hope now with them not getting more money is that if people do go and watch it, they'll watch it on a streaming service, in which case we know the streaming services ain't giving nobody shit. Once again, that's why the strike stuff is going on right now. Okay, now jumping ahead, I know that you're like, okay, Jonda, y'all have harped on this money for 15 minutes. Well, why have we harped on it? Not just because it was so much money but because Michael didn't get $225,000. Michael did not get a back-end deal for 2.25 million. Lauren, what was Michael's deal for? 225,000. Okay, did Michael get anything else? No. Did Michael get a back-end a back end deal? No. Okay, so Michael allegedly because According to his complaint, there's some questions about that. Michael allegedly got two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars too, although we're gonna put a question mark next to that. But Michael did not get a back end deal. Why are we negotiating for Michael? I mean, I'm sorry, for not just the mama, but for the daddy and the kids. Now, of course, the mama and the daddy, they are primary in the they movie. Work the okay. Uh, I don't think the kids needed $225,000, but now it makes makes sense because if you remember the movie, they did try to shove a whole lot of the daughter in there and some friendship they have with them because I was getting a little concerned even as a viewer when I'm watching the movie and seeing so much with him and the sister because I was... She got paid originally for the book too. He got nothing in the book. Oh no, he didn't get shit from the book. Okay. Oh, and by it's the just, way, sort of clear. Oh, and by the way, Mama has written I'm, another book since. I'm just, I'm just reading. <laughs> I'm just oh, reading. Uh, okay. Mama has written, wrote another book after that. Wow. Okay. Because at that point, once you are that popular and you are appearing on you, every talk show you and you're getting appearance fees and you're going and you're doing the lecture circuit and you're getting paid a hundred thousand dollars for every speech. Well, we got to keep it going because we're only gonna be able to ride on this for but for, so long. For so long, yeah. And all those handbags and stuff that I bought, and my mirror and my uh, Kate Plus Eight hairdo got to be kept up because she did have that Kate Plus I, Eight, 8 hair for a minute. You eight. know, she had that Kate Plus Eight she hairdo did, for a hot minute. She did, she did. She did. She did. She may not have kept it, but she had it. Okay. <laughs>
1: So I almost said line. Mary
0: Kay Letourneau, but it was Kate plus eight. You know, she had the asymmetrical hairdo that like, you see, I like but black, I, like, I usually see I like, black I girls did that. it when they're dating. Like, a, like, you, I'm, black black I'm sorry. Women. I was going to say, you usually, what I see it in court is when I'm dealing with white women who are dating or have kids by black men. So, you know, when I have a and white Isaiah girl Chris named Fox, Katie, cross. yes, who comes, her name Katie, who comes in with a child named Trey Sean and Trevante. I digress. Let's go back to the story. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> y'all a lot. Y'all a lot. <laughs> Let's, I digress. Okay. Let's go back. Yes, because we still got another story to tell. Okay. So he got nothing. So years went by. His relationship with them is obviously strained. He is married. uh and He has kids, right? he's Because, I mean, he's 38. So now at this point, um now this is probably gonna sound a little shady but why else would you tune in if i didn't say the things that nobody really wants to say let's go at 38 my guess is that michael may be a little financially strapped absolutely michael has not played football in a very long time absolutely (laughs) And now at this point, when no one is looking to buy the blind side, part two, Michael's revenge, Amen. um, Michael and his attorney are looking at their options. Amen. Now that being said, he has every freaking right to do so. Yep. Ain't nobody mad. My personal opinion about the timing of it, no less valid. But I also feel like he has every right to do so because at the end of the day, if there is a conservatorship over this man or on this that has never been dissolved, which is crazy to me because it has been almost 20 years. And the conservatorship, by the way, was not based on mental or physical incapacity. It was literally signed simply because they handed him the papers and asked him to do it. Now, because I mentioned Britney Spears earlier, I think it's always important because of what people assume they know about this case, about that case, to point out something there as well that most people don't know because of the things that have been said about her and some of the ways that she's behaved. The reason why Britney's new lawyer, when she finally got a new lawyer, was able to get that um, conservatorship flipped and tossed out so fast is because when they went back and looked at the original paperwork, Britney's original conservatorship was voluntary. Ooh. It was not it wasn't the 1 billion streaming what do you mean she got 1 billion streaming on that song oh well yeah yeah well that's that's why dad wanted to keep her on it because he'd get the money but people assume that the original paperwork that she signed or that was signed was because of things that were going on at the time no They did something with her very similar, brought her some papers, and again, because at the time, if we knew nothing else about Britney Spears, we knew that she loved them babies. Now, they got a strained relationship now, but we knew that for sure then. Britney made sure everybody knew she loved them babies. She agreed because she knew that she was spiraling, and so they said to her, we need to do this to take care of you so that you can do what you need to do to take care of them. So she agreed to it, and it was supposed to be temporary, and they flipped it on her and, it and it. made it permanent, yeah. although there was never an original showing that she had a mental defect. Now, had they had a hearing, they probably would it's have got, been able to make one. that showing, that one, yeah. but oh, yeah. they did it. Now, of course, there's a whole conversation to be had, which we'll do on another day, about the fact that no one ever does this to men and that this is a very specifically insidiously sexist way that this is done and You're crazy girl so okay but i just had a minute i just had a minute i'm gonna come back hold on hold on, hold on, hold on. Sometimes, sometimes we just have minutes we just oh have i radio. totally I understand that crazy just girl. That crazy we, sometimes girl, we just I need a minute we just i'm sure it's male provoked hello okay and And in her case it was her dad it was kevin and her Her daddy daddy. (laughs) double trouble double trouble (laughs) that crazy bitch outside (laughs) exactly so we have done that we have done that i ain't mad so we already knew so anyway (coughs) coming back to this but i always like pointing that out because this is yet another example of somebody signing something voluntarily and in this in his case voluntarily and we can pretty much say without even being there, terribly uninformed. Mm -hmm. And it biting them on the ass. And that's, Mm. that is extremely, extremely unfortunate because he was just taken advantage of, just point blank into the period. I'm going to go back to it again. Day-day, that crazy bitch is outside. There you go. (laughs) Y'all better get it. She keying up your car, she's doing everything. well, And only because y'all made her crazy. Well, I tell you what, the twoies, done made michael Christ, Absolutely. or at least michael's wife because you know a lot of times when stuff goes down it's not because of him it's because of her yeah. i would not be surprised if the way the conversation really went down was him going you know what it's no big deal i don't deal with them they don't deal with me because remember that everybody always talks about how he has a very like gentle personality mm-hmm. i could see if he's saying, one no, of them no. dudes who was going, you know what, they haven't done anything in recent years. I don't F with them. They don't F with me. Let If they want to make their little money trying to ride this, top. whatever, but you got a wife you got who will top. say, um, yeah, no. Pillow talk. Yeah, no, because you know what? We got these babies. So if anybody is going to be eating off for of you, the blind side, your blind cousin, and or then, anything else, it's going to be us and these babies uh, up that, in here. That pillow talk is strong. And oh, strong, yeah. And the the, the pillow talk is strong. The pillow talk is strong. And let's get it real. The kitchen talk is, too. Don't let her be standing there stirring a pot with a ladle in her hand. Yeah. And he talking that let it go nonsense. Because... It is not above us to literally be holding it in the air with the sauce dripping on the floor. Going, nasty, yeah, nasty. that's it's not gone. how it's we're not going gone. to it's do down. that. It's going down. It's going down. Okay, so it is. I don't think that this is going to so be I, pretty. So I, I, I think that one or two things need to happen. I want to take a opinion. Okay, I go was, ahead. I want to take an opinion. If I was this girl, uh huh if yeah, she going, was his girl i would be going ham I'll oh absolutely ham. you go ham, ham. But, and and but but on the other side of that on the other side of that is what do we do next oh well we and know that's what that's they're that's doing the next they filed a lawsuit they filed, he filed, yeah. Yeah. They filed. oh they filed well that we're calling it a lawsuit but essentially what they did was they filed a petition to have the conservatorship dissolved now the reality he, 30, they, they can go into the then he can go into the the rights and royalties, exactly. back, back, back into that. Yes. Yeah. Now, there are definitely, um, it will speak volumes in my opinion, although I can't imagine that many people would disagree. It will speak volumes if the family doesn't simply say, why, of course, I'm sorry. We. I mean, and, and even from a public relations standpoint, of course, I'm sorry, we did not do this for the reasons that you're assuming that we did it. But now that, that, that now that, that it is, has come to light, world. yeah. But I'm but I'm saying what they will say. The smart move for this for the for the family, both public relations wise. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You playing chess? Well, I'm trying to for them because you know, I'm I'm giving them what you are getting now from me is what we call the just John the School yes, of Public Relations. Yes, yes. Plans, now yes. the smart move for them would be to simply have their attorney file a response saying we do not object to the dissolution of this conservatorship. Agreed. Agreed. We were not even aware that it was still in In place place because given 25 it was terminated yes given uh the fact that he is 38 and evidenced by the fact that we have not we're gonna hope that we have not interfered with his life or his or any contracts or anything that he has done in the past however many years that there's there's just no reason for us to fight about this. Now that would be the smart move. And quite frankly, any other move than that would not only speak volumes about them, but it would just be so incredibly stupid on so many That's different right. levels mm-hmm. because there's no winning in all of this for them, even if even if we let's let's put the whole blind side money thing on the shelf and just purely just human humans, just, just, just being just a the decent kind. human to be kind. Just exactly. The kind. There is no winning for them in this and under any circumstance, this man has, uh, there's no mental or physical disability, not to mention the fact that he is married with a life and kids and family of his own. And all this does for them to object to it in any way is keep the story going. And there is nothing about this story that is going to be positive as it relates to them i mean just absolutely nothing yeah if your original motive was all, all pure and decent intent, just be the kind what's, what's the problem no no you're, you're going Excuse back me. to the same thing just be if you and, if you were if your original intent was for you to be kind mm-hmm. that's the bottom line and yeah. but this is the thing even and i agree with you but even if their original intent was it to be caught even it be even shut it down shut it down even if their original intent is what everybody is assuming mm-hmm. it was what the internet is skewering skewering them about what every newscast and talk show even when you read the articles that are supposed to be giving this, uh, uh, you know, telling it from a neutral perspective, like uh, like Lauren pulled up an article from article that was written by the AP, the Associated Press, not People Magazine, not TMZ, whatever, just boilerplate. This is what happened, even with a reporter who for just the basic news agency, routers, whatever, who is just there to give you the facts. It's hard to even read it without feeling askew in one direction, even if the even if the reporter didn't mean it, because there is absolutely nothing about this that makes them look good. Mm-hmm. I mean, just nothing. <coughs> okay, so you all, we're gonna take a pause there, especially for the podcast audience. I am going to come back with a part two because we've gone an hour talking about the blind side. We're going to follow up, continue to follow that story. Um, I'm going to pull the petition. And if there's anything that we may have missed, I'll certainly uh, hit you back with that. But in our next episode, which we're going to do a part two, we're going to move on to Bravo is still messy and (laughs) CBS is still hiring racists so i know you love listening i know you love the way that we tell the story and we love telling it to you so definitely come back to part two of monday night live and for those of you who are listening live don't go anywhere because another episode is coming right behind us again part two of monday night live news gossip and more for my podcast audience you know i love you you know you love me so make sure you continue to come back and you follow me on all platforms You better go to Apple and listen. I don't care if you let it play in your house while you're walking around doing laundry, but you go, you listen to it, you give it five stars in a review, and you tell them how much you love me, damn it. You do the same thing on Spotify and Google and make sure that our show is reaching the heights that some shows that are nowhere near as good as us get to. And you know all the other platforms, they are all listed in the info box. If you wanna support the show, you also have the information for Venmo and Cash App in that box as well, because hey, we put in work with this show. Other than that, if you wanna hear and continue to follow, know what I'm doing every day, um, hang with the best audience in the world that talks all kinds of trash every day. Go to the Fashion and Drama Diaries on Facebook. You will see um, the link in the bio. We've got now over 2,700 people that are in there daily from all over the world. Shout out to Africa and Australia. You all are my peeps. And uh, it's just lots and lots of fun. And as always, remember, if you're talking about it, or rather, if you're thinking about it and you want to talk about it, chances are, I'm thinking about it, and I want to talk about it, too. So let's be honest together. Good night.